Hi, my name is Teal, and I'm your host for the SweatNet Be Amazing podcast, where we share stories of amazing women who live in our communities. My hope is that you will feel encouraged and inspired after listening to each episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Be Amazing podcast here on SweatNet. I'm your host, Seal, and I'm so excited you decided to join me today for another inspiring conversation. But before we get started, I just want to remind you about the Girl Chat episodes that drop right here on the Be Amazing podcast. It's with me and my best friend, Leah, and we talk about everything with fitness, faith, and friendship. We have the best time. We love it when women ask us questions. We do some research and we come back and share that. So make sure you listen in. Again, it's Girl Chat episodes right here on the Be Amazing podcast right here on SweatNet. Now let's talk about my guest today. Her name is Curry Barr O'Connor and she is the executive director for Dress for Success right here in Charlotte. Curry was a former newscaster and she changed career directions after becoming involved with AmeriCorps VISTA program. She has since worked with nonprofit organizations in New York, Ohio, and North Carolina, developing nationally recognized initiatives. Curry was named executive director for Dress for Success Charlotte in 2005 and charged with rebuilding the organization shut down due to a lack of sustainable funding. In 2009, Dress for Success Charlotte moved its operations to a newly renovated boutique and career transformation center. The design won the internationally coveted Design Is Global Award from Shaw Contract Group and named the 2010 People's Choice with more than 400,000 votes. A Women's Advancement Center, Dress for Success Charlotte provides a continuum of workforce development services, including job preparedness, job acquisition, employment retention, and career advancement to more than 800 women annually who are seeking employment as a means to achieve economic independence and strengthen their families. In 2015, DFS Charlotte hosted the Worldwide Annual Leadership Conference, resulting in a significant economic impact for Charlotte. Curry's awards and recognition include the National Association of Women Business Owners Nonprofit Leader of the Year, Rotarian of the Year, Charlotte Business Journal Women in Business Award, Career Mastered Women's Leadership in Action Award, Charlotte Business Ledger 40 Over 40, and the Lynx, Inc. National Trends and Services Facet 2021-2022 Crowning Achiever. She is a former member of the Dress for Success Worldwide Board of Directors. I really am excited about this conversation today because Dress for Success Charlotte is partnered up with us with South Park Mall for this women's event on March 23rd. We're actually going to be collecting purses and pearls and Curry's going to tell us all about that as well as what Curry and her team are doing and how they're impacting women here in Charlotte. So stay tuned for this incredible conversation with Curry. Today, I am so thrilled and honored to have Curry Barr O'Connor, who is from Dress for Success here in Charlotte. And Curry, thank you so much for taking time out today to just share about what it is you all are doing. This is Women's History Month. This is all about women empowerment and, and helping others. So before we jump into all the dress for success things, tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, I'm from a very large family. I'm one of eight. Um, my mom was one of nine, so there are no small gatherings in my family. And uh, my husband, Tim, and I, we've been together for over 30 years, 37, actually. We have two children, um, a daughter, Devin, and a son, Tim. They are both um, Charlotte 49ers. And um, we are expanding our family. My um, son got married a year and a half ago, actually two years ago, they, they married twice. 
Um, and then my daughter is uh, probably going to be tying the knot next year. So we are expanding and real excited about that. Oh, that's so much fun. Well, tell us a little bit about how you got your start with Dress for Success, because I know this wasn't like nonprofit wasn't exactly how you started your career. Sure. Well, <clears throat> Tim and I, my husband, we moved to Charlotte now 18 years ago, and I read an article about the organization shutting down. The article was um, in November of 2005, and I was a big fan of the organization. I truly believe that um, everyone has something to give, and if someone is in need of resources to help them achieve whether it is, you know, home ownership, economic mobility, a new job, a new opportunity, then, then we have, we have a uh, duty to help support that. And so when I read about the organization shutting down, I thought, well, my background is nonprofit management. I'm new to Charlotte. I don't know a lot of people, um, but perhaps there's something I can do if they're interested in bringing the organization back to the area. So I reached out to the worldwide office, which is located in New York. We're, we're one of 150 affiliates in 23 countries. So it is international. Shared what my background is, that I'd be interested in getting together with those who um, were involved before shutting it down. And within 24 hours, they had put me in touch with um, one of the former board members. And we met, talked about what the uh, next steps might be to determine, one, is there a need in Charlotte? And two, is there enough in terms of resources to help reopen the doors? Um, resounding yeses on both of those questions. So um, that was 2006, we reopened our doors and uh, we have since served over 12,000 women. That's amazing. And I think I, you know, I had told you, like I'd heard about Dress for Success from different people. I know people that have been involved. Like I was so excited about Nisha Pai being on the billboard because that was just like amazing because yeah. she has such a big heart to give back. And Jess recently did, you know, did dancing with the stars and then, then boom, here she is um, working with you all. What is, what is dress for success? So what, you know, what's involved with that? Like really, what is the organization about? Sure. So our goal is to help women not only secure employment, but retain and advance their careers. And so if you think of all of the, um, um, needs between hire and retire, that's what we provide. So for example, job preparedness, most of the community knows us for the suiting program, which falls under job preparedness. Uh, but that's the name of the organization. That's why it was founded 26 years ago in New York City. Um, but we have this full spectrum of workforce development services. And so job preparedness, job acquisition, employment retention, and career advancement. Now, under those pillars, there's a number of other things, the wraparound support that is really critical. Uh, we, we talked before, we, we started about the importance of your tribe. And so uh, tribe is social capital. Um, many of the women who come to us don't have the benefit of a lot of social capital. It's, it's just beginning. Their networks may include their faith-based organization. Um, so we help them to build that out as part of their um, portfolio, if you will. And so we also provide um, IT access and uh, training. We know there's a huge digital divide linked with socioeconomic status and generational culture. So it's very important, especially in today's world. And if we didn't learn anything when the pandemic hit, it's the importance of having technology uh, at your fingertips, whether it's a personal mobile device or, or a laptop or, or desktop. Um, so we provide all of that. 
We saw a number of women come through our doors during the recession back in 2007, 2009. We may not have seen them for the next decade because they didn't need us. But then they came back to us when the pandemic hit because they were impacted uh, along with 5 million other women who had to leave the workforce for a variety of reasons. So we want to make sure that she knows she can come back as often as she wants, as often as she needs. I love all of this. I love the fact that you are equipping women with what they need to enter the workforce. I love what you just said about tribe because I think we just had this conversation before we got started about yesterday in Charlotte and that the messaging, the event I went to, the events you went to, and you talked about, you know, it's all about tribe and it truly is that. Like we need each other. You know, there's some people who believe that women um, do not support and lift women the way that men do. And to your point about yesterday, boy, that is so untrue. There's always a couple of people that you do not want in your tribe, whatever your gender is. So I think it's very important that we just, you know, hook our reins to the wagon, if you will, of people that inspire us, that motivate us, that um, challenge us to be better, you know, whether it is professionally or personally, so um, you mentioned Nisha. So um, I'm hoping we can talk a little bit about the Your Hour, Her Power campaign, because I think that's a perfect example of what we're trying to do. Absolutely. That, that was one of the questions I had. I was like, I want to know about this, Your Hour, Her Power, like what that means and what's all involved. And uh, again, love seeing Nisha. Like that was awesome. Yeah. So the Your Hour, Her Power campaign um, really was a concept that came out of the um, Australia, New Zealand area. They celebrate International Women's Day, which is an international um, celebratory event. United States celebrates Women's History Month. And so we took the concept, theirs was a day of pay to support women as part of International Women's Day. And that's wonderful. And, and we know some people are donating a full day of pay. We wanted to localize it so that whether you're a lower wage earner, perhaps in a fast food restaurant or an industry that just you know has a lower wage or you're the CEO of a company, your hour can change the direction of a woman's life. So that's something that we've always been very passionate about. For example, if you come into the career center and you're an HR professional and you're working with someone who needs to build a resume or, for example, the last day of the campaign, we were featuring, featuring one of our clients. We, she's a client ambassador. She retired from the National Guard after 29 years, and she came to us for workforce development support. She started with the suiting program, but we also were able to bring her into the career center. And one of our HR professionals from one of the you know, Fortune 500 companies in town sat down with her to help her build out a civilian resume, identify those transferable skills that helped her secure full-time employment. Um, so that's one hour and it changed the direction of a woman's life. And, um, you know, that's really the magic of, of the organization. So many people want to support. We had over 1,200 volunteers prior to the pandemic. And, you know, we break them into groups. We, we call them the compassion-fueled the ones who will cross our threshold and say, okay, I'm rolling up my sleeves. What do you need? And then we have the industry um, experts, subject matter experts who can help sit down and do that very specific task of, of the resume, the cover letter, the mock interview. And we want to put in front of our clients the same people we want in front of us when we need those resources. 
So what does someone, what can they do right now? So as far as like, I know that, you know, we have the billboards going up all over Charlotte, Instagram messaging happening everywhere. Sure. How can women be or participate right now? Because this, this is for the whole month, correct? Absolutely. So <clears throat> the idea behind Your Hour, Her Power is to shine the light on 31 women, including two client ambassadors who have successfully utilized our programming and are now lifting others while they climb their corporate ladders their civic ladders, their community leadership ladders. Um, and we're asking them minimally to donate an hour of their compensation. We're asking them to tag others that they believe, given the opportunity, will do the same. And it's really not only raising the funds needed to continue to provide access and opportunity to women. We don't charge for any of our services because that's a barrier to access. Um, but it is to um, help to make sure that when things like a pandemic arise, that we have the resources needed to be able to continue to support these women. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Nisha, who we're talking about, is a small business owner. She's a CPA and um, she's an author. And so she was just delighted to participate because it is a campaign that allows people who are not necessarily the CEO of a company to really engage. And so we have just had so much fun with it. Could not do what we do without Adams Outdoor, our campaign um, champion, and the GEM project is matching $50,000 in funds. So whatever people give will be matched dollar for dollar up to $50,000. That's amazing. Well, I know we're going to drop the link so that people can donate and participate sure. for this particular um, program going on. I do want to go back because you mentioned two clients that have come through the program that are going to be highlighted. Yeah. And I'm, I, that was my one question I wanted to ask you was like, if there's even a story, all the years that you've done it, all the things that, um, you know, the women's lives you have touched, is there one that just every time you hear that person's name or you see them, there's just this heart connection. Like it just, you know, keeps, keeps you moving forward to do what you're doing. There are so many stories. I mean, every woman who comes to us is seeking the same thing. And that is employment and a prevailing wage. And um, there are so many stories. Um, one that really still gets me emotional is um, one of my first suiting experiences. It was a woman and she was in her mid fifties, very, very conservative, um, conservative background, um, just she walked in and you quickly begin to um, read body language and um, she was uncomfortable. And I can understand that you're walking into the doors of an organization you've never had a relationship with. You're standing in front of a stranger. Um, but the idea is to make sure she has an outfit that feels powerful, gives her the confidence. So when she does go and interview she won't have to worry about how she feels. She's already confident in what she's wearing. And now she can concentrate on what she can bring to the employer. In this case, uh, we were very early in the reopening phase and um, we were giving each client a single outfit. Now we give two outfits and up to five more as part of an instant work and wardrobe. In her case, we brought out three outfits. We knew a little bit about her based on the referral agency that, that um, sent her our way. And we had two pantsuits and a skirt suit. And she immediately gravitated towards the skirt suit, but she chose to try on one of the pantsuits. She goes in the dressing room, she comes out, and her head is down. Now, the suit looked great on her, but you could tell this was not what was going to give her that power, that confidence when she 
goes to meet with, with an employer. And so um, we said, well, do you want to try in the skirt suit? She said, no. So we gave her the next pants suit and she came out. Now this suit looked like it was made for her. It was so perfect. She still wasn't feeling it. So at this point, we're building trust and she knows that we're there to, to support her. So once again, I said, do you want to try in the skirt suit? At that point, she confided in me that she could not because she was in an abusive relationship for 30 years and her abuser burned her with cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So she had cigarette burns on her arms. She had cigarette burns on her legs. A lot of abusers will do that so that they can't be, be you know, found out. So um, two days before this suiting, and I do believe things happen for a reason. One of the donations we received had two pair of compression hose. Do you know what compression hose are? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people use them for um, varicose veins, um, circulation, and they're very thick. In fact, at the time we had found out that um, the person who donated them, they were medically prescribed. So they had a value about $100 a pair, which is ridiculous in itself. But um, anyways, we we shared with her that we had these these compression hose and that it would it would hide the burns. She took them. She went into the dressing room. She tries on the skirt suit. Now she's in there much longer than any of us had ever experienced. And I'm getting concerned. Seal, she walked out as if she was a different person than walked in. Mm. She was able to wear something that she was much more comfortable in, given her background. And you could not see the scars. It's absolutely, absolutely transformative. And those are some of the stories we have. And those are some of the situations we see day in and day out. Absolutely amazing. That is like that. Oh, that gets me. Cause like, I just, uh, when you hear somebody's backstory and then you're able to do something to help them. And you, like you said, she came out a different person. Like that's, that's an amazing thing. And I know that that like for what you all are doing for women and especially women rebuilding their lives or starting over wherever they're at, you know, for whatever situation they come in, what an yeah. empowering, what an empowering moment, it, what an it, inspiring yeah. moment. Well, if, if I wasn't already in 100%, why I was then, yeah, all in a pair of hose. But it was not just the hose, it was the whole experience. And that's why our volunteers are so important to the work that we do. It's creating this opportunity for a woman to walk in and know she's worthy of the experience. She is a woman of power. And we are there to be her silent champions, if you will. Well, I just so appreciate you sharing that. And I think that that really gives a visual for people to really grasp hold of what it is you're doing, because yeah. you can see it like you, as you're talking and you're describing it, like I can even envision it. So yeah. I just thank you for taking time to share that piece. Cause I think, you know, sometimes things can get lost in just like, you know, all the things that we talk about when there's so much good going on, but it's hard to really express yeah. the kind of impact. And to me that, that says it all like that's, that's everything. And that's what I know that you're out to do and accomplish. And I know that there are tons of women once hearing this are going to be like, how do I get involved? How do I get involved? What do you need, yeah. you know, uh, and I like, go, I would just say, go ahead. Like if there's, you know, a link to share or, you know, the best way for them to contact you, if they want to volunteer, if they want to donate or how they can be a part of it. Like, sure. I'd love for you to just share that right now, coming right off of sharing the story. 
Right. Well, go to our website for sure. Dress for Success Charlotte. And again, we're one of 150 affiliates. So put in Dress for Success Charlotte. Our website will come up. There'll be all sorts of information. We encourage people to sign up for a newsletter. We do not sell, lease, or loan our mailing list. You can opt out at any time. Um, and it really is to see what some of the upcoming opportunities are to engage. Um, we're always looking for volunteers. There's volunteer orientations that we schedule so people can learn a little bit more about it. Um, right now, I know we're going to be doing a Purses and Pearl Drive with South Park, um, and I know we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, you know, we're still dealing with every woman who purged her closet in Charlotte during the pandemic. Um, so we, we are asking people in terms of donations, one, be patient. We're building our volunteer pipeline back up. So we do have scheduled donation days. We do that because the items we're looking for are items that are in season and style on hangers and clean. Some of our clients will come in the day of an interview, so everything has to be ready to wear back out. And each and every single item that's donated has value, whether it's for the initial suiting program when they're interviewing or it's part of an instant work and wardrobe. Um, and people ask us about you know, why we give so many clothes out. Well, one, we can. We have the inventory. And two, if we can get that woman back in once she... Um, is offered the position, and in an hour and a half, give her that instant work and wardrobe. One, she probably doesn't have the funds to go and buy it. Two, if we can do that for her, then she can concentrate her time on everything else that she needs to successfully transition into the workforce. Finding the right childcare, which is still very much a challenge here in Charlotte. 10% of our clients are parenting, uh, parenting grandchildren and next of kin, so they have those responsibilities. Many rely on public transportation, so they have to learn how to navigate public transportation. So those five outfits, it's not just giving them their instant working wardrobe. It's freeing up the time they need to do everything so they can successfully transition into the workforce and maintain that, that job. That's amazing. That's like, because of how you, what you wear has everything to do how you show up. And, and that does, I think there's women that get stressed out all the time about that. So you're really taking a stress off of their plate like you said, to allow for everything else. And at that point, once they secure employment, they will immediately receive an invitation to be part of the professional women's group program. And that is an employment retention and career advancement program where on average 91% of the women who participate in that program will retain employment. About 40% will receive a merit increase or a promotion. So our data shows us the more she's plugged in, the more successful she'll be in terms of her employment journey. So freaking amazing. It really is. Like it just gets me more excited about what, what you're doing and makes me even more excited because we are actually working with you with South Park right. March 23rd, which is celebrating women in the QC and is such a, a passion for me. And it was so important that you all were part of this in some way. Like we wanted to do a give back. We wanted it to make sense because we're having a fashion show, because this is celebrating Women History Month, we felt like you all would be a perfect partner. And you just mentioned it, purses and pearls. So I know the women that are coming, we're getting ready to send out more information about that, but would love for you to explain a little bit about that. And, you know, you know, is it legitly, are we, are we really giving pearls or what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, we were thrilled to be invited and South Park um, has been very, very good to us. Um, in fact, really helped us out a few years ago when we had an outside event scheduled and within 48 hours, they made it work so we could hold it at South Park. The Purses and Pearl Drive is, you know, purses one size fits all. 
And um, we always want to give purses to the women. You know, think about a purse on your shoulder or the way you carry your purse. It's almost like you got this extra little weapon, you know, that gives you a place to put your hands. Not only is it carrying your keys and cell phone and things like that, but it really is part of the outfits, what we call um, one of our finishing touches. And uh, everybody carries their purse a little bit different depending on what feels right for them. So we're doing the purses and pearl driving. The pearls are, you know, yes, obviously, if you have, you know, um, jewelry that is appropriate for the workplace, we're asking you to do that. Purses and pearls, it sounds really catchy. So, you know, that gets people excited. Um, but as they donate their jewelry that is appropriate for the workforce, we ask them to put it in Ziploc type bags to prevent breakage and tangling. Great. That's what, and that's what we really wanted to find out because I, you know, Holly and I were talking about it and Suzanne, I was like, okay, this is going to be so amazing, but we just need to make sure that we understand exactly what it is so that yeah. everybody that's coming and brings something that it's actually something you can use. So thank you for sharing that. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. New or next to new. And what we want people to think about as they're selecting what purse to bring is, would you yourself want to carry that to the interview or as part of your um, workplace uh, wardrobe or uh, ensemble, if you will. That's perfect. That totally explains everything. Well, I want to move into something that may be a little bit more personal to you as far as like for your own personal inspiration. Is there a quote? Is there a song? Is there a book? Is there a podcast? Is there a person? Like, what do you lean into for your own personal daily inspiration? Um, there's quite a few. I mean, uh, in fact, I was talking to, um, Amy Burkett, uh, yesterday. I don't know if you know, Amy, she does the uh, PBS, um, and she's also an author. And I said, uh, you know, as a journalist, you'll appreciate this, Amy. If you take it from one, it's plagiarism. If you take it from two, it's research. And so we do a lot of research. Um, but probably my favorite quote is the one that we have hanging on the wall, um, at Dress for Success, and it, uh, Leo Biscaglia, and it talks about never, well, too often we underestimate the power of a kind word, an honest compliment, a touch, you know, all that have the potential to turn a life around. And so when we have women, and that's not verbatim, but it pretty much captures, you know, the, the quote, when the women come to us to dress for success, we want them, again, to know the minute they walk in, they're in a very special place. And we are going to treat them the way that they would be treated if they walked into South Park Mall, Neiman Marcus, or Nordstrom, or anywhere that they're going to have that personal one-on-one -on -one experience. So they take that with them, and they know this is a place I can come back to because our volunteers have treated them the way that they should be treated. And that's not an experience every woman gets to have. Um, depending on where they're coming from, could be even based on, on, you know, the color of their skin. And that's not right. That's not fair. So this is an experience that lets them know you are worthy of it. And so that kind word, that hour that our volunteer gives to them does have the potential to turn their life around. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And this really leads me into like, uh, as we're wrapping up the podcast, we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about um, dress for success and the impact and the power that it has in our local community as well as national and international. Is there anything else on your heart personally that you would want to share with the listeners? You know, when you lift a woman out of poverty, as many as six family members may follow, if you think about that, that's pretty powerful. And so we know that 
when a woman is fully engaged, she's healthier, her family is healthier, and what's true of families is true of our community. So when you're making a contribution, whether it's the purses and the pearls or it's the financial contribution made through the Your Hour, Her Power campaign, a little bit goes a very, very long way because of the way that we um, move forward the mission with 1,200 volunteers, with individual, corporate, foundation, and special event dollars. That all helps these women on their path to self-sufficiency, helping them achieve upward economic mobility, and helps them strengthen their family. It is the best investment by far. Thank you so much. This has been such an incredible conversation, so inspiring, and just everything that you have shared about what you all are doing, and um, I'm just Again, so excited that you're going to be part of the March 23rd event at South Park. And we're going to be dropping this podcast next week. So I can't wait to share it. And uh, just to continue help and support the mission that you all are doing and just the whole heart behind lifting other women up and how you're doing it is truly amazing. So thank you so much for being on today. Well, thank you. And if I can be so bold, CL. We would love to invite you to be part of the 2024 Year Hour Her Power campaign. And so I know that's a bold move because we're on a podcast, but hey, if you don't ask, you don't get. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am. That is such an honor. And I would, I would love to. Well, thank you. We're looking forward to that. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week at South Park. I know. I can't wait. It's going to be, it is going to be amazing. And the fashion show and the networking and you all being there and collecting items, like it's going to be so much fun. So I can't wait. I'll see you soon. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. If you like the podcast, please like and share this with other women in your life. You can find out more about SweatNet on SweatNet.com or follow them on Instagram at SweatNet and SweatNet Charlotte. You can follow me personally on Instagram at Smart. Stay tuned for the next episode of the SweatNet Be Amazing podcast.